from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me Tuesday, July 21st. Here we go. No Adam's story this morning because we're out on furlough, but instead I'm going to talk about eight steps to a stronger Christian marriage for our marriage and family life segment this morning. Uh, 7.40, Jean Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview her 10 o'clock show. And at 7.45, Tom Peterson's going to be on. Haven't talked to Tom in a long time. It's been a while since he's been on the show. 25 years as an award-winning corporate advertising executive, experienced a radical spiritual conversion while on a Catholic retreat one day. And uh, he's the founder of VirtueMedia.org and CatholicsComeHome.org. I'm sure you've heard of them. Also, amen alleluia.com. He's got a new book out called One Moment Can Change a Soul with a forward by Dr. Scott Hahn. Looking forward to talking to Tom Peterson. Going to leave a lot of time for Tom this morning. Got a lot to catch up on. Mark Amadeo with your news in sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sella. We'll also have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. i got a couple other things that I might get to, might not, because I'm going to try to leave some good time for Tom, as I said. But we'll see if we can get to it there. I know there was a really positive story coming out of a Maronite uh, cathedral in Syria that was uh, repeatedly bombed. And they are set to reopen um, So with some great support there. So I uh, hopefully I can get to some of that coming up today all right deacon tony valdez let's offer our day to almighty god with our morning offering god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love mary mother of jesus and the church pray for us amen amen let's go to mark amadeo now with your news and sports news and sports with mark amadeo hello sir well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. I understand you have Tom Peterson on. Haven't heard from him in quite a while. Looking forward while. to that interview. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen any Catholic come home, uh, Catholics come home commercials in a while, so I don't know what's going on with that. But, yeah, it would be good to catch up. Well, it's up. not close to the Super Bowl. That's true. It's not near the Super Bowl yet or uh, a World Series. That's, that's usually true. He breaks them out, <laughs> but uh, you'll, you'll have to get that out of him. That's That's it right there. Yeah, that's awesome. So looking forward to that. And you said it's going to be what, second half hour? Uh, yes, it is uh, going to be 7.45. Okay, I'll have to listen on my way to work. There looking you go. forward to that there, Mr. Uh, Mr. Leonetti. Other than that, uh, did you get your bike ride in yesterday between the raindrops yeah, or not? No, I didn't. Now, it was uh, during mm-hmm. that time, it was just a little raining. I'm not experienced enough to go out with uh, the wet ground yet. You're not experienced. John, you only go about three miles an hour. I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> that, even mean, that's pushing what, it, Mark. The, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. Well, okay. I, I, safety first. Yeah. Yep, I get you. Safety, safety first. first. Sure. I, I did get okay, my, my old friend. bike, though, uh, fixed up. And uh, not not really a lot of money either over there at Bike World, and so my wife's got a bike mm-hmm. now. It, that one fits her a lot better than it does me anymore. But um, yeah, it looks good. And now the whole family's got some bikes. 
That's awesome. That's a great activity to do, especially during uh, uh, the summer days. Yes. So, very nice, Mr. Lee and Eddie. Very nice. That's what we've taken up as a family right. during this well, pandemic. Okay. Well, today we're going to be doing it between, just like yesterday, they say identical weather to yesterday, uh, scattered showers and uh, storms possible. So we got some rain moving in from southwest Iowa, but I don't think it's going to amount to much. So we might get a quarter of an inch, quarter of, an inch of rain or less. If that, so that's our day. How okay. about that? Sounds fine. All right. From the WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwalk currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have uh, the scattered showers in southwest Iowa, more, moving towards central Iowa. Cloudy overall right now, 66 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 9 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 93%. Today, just about identical to yesterday. Mostly cloudy, scattered showers and thunderstorms uh, throughout the day here in central Iowa. High of 81 degrees with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, scattered storms possible overnight. A low of 67 degrees. And tomorrow, partly cloudy and dry for your Wednesday. A high of 86 degrees. And Thursday, back uh, the chances of showers and thunderstorms possible. A high of 88 degrees. And by Friday, partly cloudy dry and very warm, a high of 90 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, the hospitals in Iowa's largest metro area will again restrict visitors beginning today. The Polk County Health Department says due to the steep rise in COVID-19 cases, especially in Polk and Dallas County, Des Moines Metro Hospitals will stop allowing any visitors with just a few exceptions. For example, if the patient is under the age of 18, uh, in maternity care, or is suffering from delirium, or is imminently a dying. Now, the latest visitor ban covers Broadlands Polk County Hospital here in Des Moines, along with Mercy One Medical Centers in Des Moines and West Des Moines, and Unity Point Health Des Moines. Uh, officials say they understand the restrictions may be difficult, but they're in the best interest of the hospitalized patients and staff. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick print and once again the dowling baseball and softball teams season has come to an end softball team finished at eight with a record of eight and ten and the baseball team finished with the number one ranking in class 4a with a record of 16 and two our thanks to joe stacy for broadcasting dowling baseball and softball once again this year here on iowa catholic radio once again from the mercy one studios in Moines, currently we have 66 degrees under uh, cloudy skies there is some scattered showers to in southwest iowa that will be moving into the metro area later on this morning uh, today we'll see mostly cloudy skies with those scattered showers and thunderstorms. A high of 81 degrees with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
No delays or accidents to pass along right now. It is business as usual as we start things off this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. No Adam's story this morning for our Marriage and Family Life segment on this Tuesday morning. Instead, I'm going to take a swing at it here. Eight Steps to a Stronger Christian Marriage. This one way back in the repertoire, but nonetheless, I think important from Susanna Spencer put this together and it really stuck out to me when I first read it because these are some things that my wife and I do and so I can say just from a first-hand experience that it works uh, and that implementing some of these into our life has changed our marriage and our marriage never really was was bad at all but it just kind of feel like it's really gone um, from good to better and uh, I think it's because of implementing some of these practices and habits into our life. Now, this is not to say that we're by any means done yet. There's always struggles in marriages. There's always difficulties that are going to loom, and they always do. Marriage isn't easy, and I think anyone that's been married for longer than three minutes knows that. But at the same time, I think these are important, right? And we haven't implemented all of these. Um, every time I read it, it's a little bit more exciting to do. But at the same time, this is something so good, and they're easy. You know, that's one of the things that I'm big on, not to try to make this stuff too complicated. We can do that in the spiritual life. We can do that in our marriages. We can do that in our work. We can try to make things so easy. But as the old adage goes, less is more a lot of times. Because when we can kind of declutter our brains, I think the anxiety sometimes just kind of falls away. So if we want a better marriage... Number one, this, you know this is going to be the first one. You just you know it. Every one of you listening right now could say it with me. Prayer. Daily prayer time together. Perhaps the easiest, but also perhaps the most neglected of any Christian marriage. And uh, this, is, this is something that I'm not just throwing out there, but when I'm out on the road and I'm, I'm speaking and I'm talking about this, I have over and over again, People that come up to me, married for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that say we don't pray together. Or some that tell me they're going to start praying together. Praise God for the first time. Do you pray with your spouse? She says this, Susanna, we always say at least one prayer together for our children, but daily prayer has changed our marriage. Most days, we also take quiet prayer time together. Gone are the days when we can head on over to the Adoration Chapel. She says, they have children now, but we can pray at home. And when we pray together, we remember that the final end of our lives in marriage is unity with God, and that should be our focus day to day. You know, with responsibility, sometimes it could be difficult just to all of a sudden drop them and run to the Adoration Chapel. I think it's good to maybe bring the family in there once in a while, of course. But at the same time, yes, making time together just to pray. Maybe even a simple prayer. Maybe a prayer before we go to work in the morning. You know, if your spouse is there, maybe they're packing lunches for the kiddos or, or, or just in general, maybe you just kind of go in your own opposite directions just to stop and say a quick prayer together for a good day and for a holy day and also to pray for your family. Uh, regular confession on the same day. This is something my wife and I don't do, but I think it would be good. You know, we just kind of go at our own times, um, but she says to do it together. And I, I have a friend that does this as well, and they bring their kids and their kids kind of sit in the pew and pray for mom and pray for dad when they go into the box. And I think that's kind of fun. I like that idea because that teaches the family right there 
about the sacrament itself and the importance of it. Susanna says, during different points in our marriage, this has become complicated, but usually on Saturdays, we have been able to find a time that we can both go. Lately, we all get in line as a family. What is nice about going on the same day is that we discuss with each other when we had arguments and how intense they were. Doing so, we are creating a space for forgiveness again and letting go of any lasting resentment. We are acknowledging that we are not perfect and that we need God. Continuing on with the eight steps to a a better marriage, a stronger Christian marriage. She says, going to church together on Sundays and during the week. Now, I think most people that are listening to this show know that. Uh, going to church together on Sundays, but maybe finding a daily mass. I know daily masses are open right now in most churches around the area, but maybe finding a daily mass that you're both able to make. Make sure to check the the parish website because you might need to sign up for them. Certain parishes are doing it uh, differently. But at the same time, doing or going to a mass, maybe just once extra during a daily mass a week, meeting there at noon, maybe you're able to do that on a lunch break. Are you able to get up early one extra day a week? It can be a great, great thing to do in the marriage and the family. It doesn't have to be every day, but uh, one extra day a week, I know, can be a game changer. Uh, family couple meals together. Now, before COVID, I don't know about you, but uh, this was a difficulty for my family. We really ate on the run. And we're busy, just like you know most people, but uh, we did not... We did not take the time to be intentional about sitting down together to eat. And as as good as we should. I mean, we did, but there were certainly more times than we would like that would eat on the run or just kind of easier to, to swing through bebops or whatever and tastier, of course. Uh, but family couple meals, that, that, that's that's where it's at. During these last few months, I'll tell you what, that's something that we've really gotten uh, real strong at. And they've just been awesome. I mean, I find myself, we look forward to them every day. Just being together, you know, waking up together uh, and, and having breakfast together on Saturdays and Sundays. We're not able to do that, of course, with this show. Uh, once in a while, sitting down and eating lunch together during this time or, or dinner. Something that I, I'm not taking for granted. I'll tell you that. I can really shore up and again bring that strength, the grace of just the family presence that God wants to, to give to us, that grace of unity in the family. And I hope you pray for greater Christian unity in our families as well. That's a prayer that I can remember praying long, long time ago. Constantly praying for family unity because of, you know, of the breakdown of the family that we see in our culture today. That's why it's so incredibly important for us to be able to do so. Again, marriages are struggling. Many marriages are. And so praying for the unity, greater unity amongst couples, I think is going to be key. Uh, This is something also that I kind of laugh at a little bit because my wife and I will take recreation time together. I don't know about you, but it's kind of at our own recreation. We might be in the same room. When, when we're having the recreation time, but I might be, you know, seeing something I like and she might be reading a book she likes. So uh, I, I think uh, one thing that I know my wife and I can get better at is doing stuff together. Um, you know, date nights was big for us. That was kind of our, our night. That was always a big night for us. But uh, until this hit, we were unable to be, uh, to kind of get away. We've tried to be creative about it, but it's just difficult. 
um, when it comes down to it. But at the same time, having some of those recreational practices together, I think, can be good and something, like I said, my wife and I can, can definitely work on. Um, we do have a couple shows that we like. We, uh, we watch, I don't know if you, Food Network fans out there, we're big fans of The Kitchen. I think that's a good show. We don't like the, um, uh, the competitions in the cooking. I'm not a competition cooking guy. You know, I, I want to learn. When I, when I get down there, I want to learn how to cook. And so I, I kind of watch those shows where they do it. Not when they're all running around and trying to, to beat the buzzer. That's just me, though. Some people I know like those competitions. Fun family times as well. And this is something we do well. Yes, getting out, having fun together. Uh, you know, kids running through the sprinkler, water gun fights. All of that can be a lot of, a lot of fun. Family board games and game nights. And finally, talk about what you need and anticipate your spouse's needs. Yes, I think that's a big one. Make sure to keep those lines of communication open for a stronger marriage. And at the same time, understanding each other's temperaments and then personality and serving each other in that. You know, you might say, John, this is all best case scenario. Well, you don't have to do all of them. Implement one. One of the things that I just said from Susanna's list, I think God can work there. There you have it, Eight Steps to a Stronger Christian Marriage for your Marriage and Family Life segment this morning. I knew that was going to take a while, so I didn't know if I'd have time for my next one, but I got a short piece coming up, uh, and I think you're going to like it. What Chicago Cubs fans can teach us about the virtue of hope. With the Cubs being back, I pulled this one out, and I'm ready. Yeah, what Cubs fans can teach you about hope. All you Cards fans out there, don't, don't don't be turning off the radio now. I think you might learn something here. We're a hopeful people. That's all we've had until 2016. That's all we've had. All right. Uh, coming up, second half hour, Jean Wells going to preview her show, and uh, Tom Peterson is going to be back on the program. Uh, One Moment Can Change a Soul, his new book, and it's just going to be good to catch up with Tom, founder of CatholicsComeHome.org. Many of you have uh, have heard of that before. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, July 21st. It's Tuesday. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Yes, a Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. Passionate about the work that then service they provide. Honesty and integrity. You can count on 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... 
Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hi, this is Father Larry Richards of EWTN Open Line Thursday, and we just want to encourage you to help us. We really need you to bring people to Jesus Christ. Think about it. What have we done to bring people to Christ? We need you and we need your help because Jesus tells you, go and make disciples of all nations. You can do that by helping us. God bless you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks to the Blessman International for underwriting the show and all you do to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. You know, they operate and manage vegetable farming, chicken farming, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food for their friends in Limpopo, South Africa, beginning in 2001, continuing today, blessmaninternational.org. That is blessmaninternational.org. Going again way back in the archives here with the uh, Cubs playing and losing their first two games of exhibition. We'll talk about that. But uh, nonetheless, baseball is back. And I know it seems a little depressing when you look at the and watch the games and there's absolutely no one in the stands. You don't hear the buzz anymore. Some teams are trying to recreate that. Um, they're, they're blasting over the loudspeakers audience noise, uh, which I think is just a little strange. But eh, some of the players like it. I think it gives them a, a feel that there's people there, even though you just look to your left and right and the seats are empty. But at the same time, you know, I don't know if it's going to stay that way. It, some, some teams have even talked about moving to 20% capacity, keeping plenty of distance, of course, in between everyone. But we'll see how the season plays out. Nonetheless, it's just good to watch baseball, at least for me. You know by now, if you listen to this show, I love watching the game. I love just uh, you know sitting back with my son Joseph and daughter Gianna. She's really into it now and just watching the, watching the Cubs. This was a piece that was written before then. And uh, I think might give us a little bit of, uh, I thought about it because of that, well, you know, now might be the perfect time to be able to, uh, to talk about this because, uh, I don't know if you're a Cubs fan, you know, misery pretty well. Um, up until 2016, of course, it was a long time. Yes. Most teams haven't had to wait over a hundred years to win a world series, but nonetheless, you just still felt hopeful that one day. It was going to happen. So uh, Matthew Pesh 
put together a um, a piece, What Chicago Cubs Fans Can Teach Us About the Virtue of Hope. And it brings a smile to my face. And he talks about it. He says, you know, Cubs fans have endured defeat after defeat because it's reasonable for them to believe that one day they will see their team win the World Series. Barring a nuclear holocaust or zombie apocalypse, remember he wrote this right before they won, it is reasonable to assume that one day the Chicago Cubs will win the World Series. Now, it wasn't reasonable to assume that we'd be alive to see it, but it was reasonable to assume <laughs> that one day it could happen. And we just have to, right? Even in the midst of the recent signs of the contrary, he says, this hope that is held by the Cub faithful is correctly understood as a wish because the end that is sought is perishable and not guaranteed. In comparison, Christian hope, here's a lesson for all of us, is ordered towards our eternal happiness and is promised to those who follow Jesus. Christ promises that we will inherit the kingdom of God and sit at his right hand if we love and we serve him. So the virtue of hope guides us towards our ultimate goal in union with God. That's what ultimately hope is. It is a virtue, that a theological virtue, that is constantly ordering us or reordering us, friends, to what is most important in our life. And that is eternal happiness with God forever. Now, most Cubs fans might have thought that they were going to have eternal happiness when 2016 happened, or maybe that the world was going to end, but it didn't. And you kind of see a fundamental difference here in hope and wishful thinking. That for many of us, hope is something that is eternal. What we place our hope in is Christ Jesus, eternally with him, in relationship with him. God, heaven. But if you notice, in 2017, in 2018, in 2019, in 2020... Cubs fans, and baseball fans in general, sports fans, you name it, still want another one. Are you a Chiefs fan? Are you satisfied for the rest of your life with that Super Bowl last year? No, you want more. You just signed your quarterback to the richest contract in history, sports history. Half a billion dollars. It's a true story, by the way. We can get into what you might think about that another day. But, nonetheless, why? Because you want more. But see, our hope is that one day there is no more. There's just God. And that's heaven. Christian hope orders us towards heaven. So as the Catechism of the Catholic Church states, it is a virtue by which we desire the kingdom of heaven and eternal life as our happiness, as our end game. So what does that mean? It means that though things in the world are good, and I'm still going to be cheering on my cubbies, that this world always presents to us more. God is enough. God is what the human heart is after. And that's where our hope ultimately has to reign. All right. Uh, when we come back, Jean Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview her 10 o'clock show. And I'm leaving plenty of time for Tom Peterson back on the show, founder of CatholicsComeHome.org. You've seen those commercials, I'm sure. He's got a new book out. One Moment Can Change a Soul, with a forward by Dr. Scott Hahn. Looking forward to catching up with Tom after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show here on this Tuesday. And thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Just texting with Dean the other day. He was uh, at a former teacher of mine's friend's uh, former teacher of mine's house. And uh, I, I tell you, I, I spoke very highly of her. And he was putting on a new roof. A man with integrity and Christian values and Christian faith. 
Yes, Dean Bell, Residential Reroofs, 30 years, 963-44-94. Residential Reroofs, 963-44-94. We'll be right back right after this. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. While Jesus was speaking to the crowds, his mother and his brothers appeared outside, wishing to speak with him. Someone told him, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside, asking to speak with you. But he said in reply to the one who told him, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my heavenly Father is my brother, sister, and mother. The Gospel of the Lord. In Jesus' culture, the understanding of brother and sister was broader than how we think of such relations. Back then, even cousins were referred to as brother and sister. In this passage, Jesus doesn't dishonor his mother. Instead, he implicitly honors her for dedicating her life to him and anyone else who does the same. It's not the blood relationship that matters. As the Catechism tells us, becoming a disciple of Jesus means accepting the invitation to belong to God's family, to live in conformity with his way of life. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. It's Tuesday. It's July 21st. Here we are. Uh, Jean Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview her 10 o'clock show this morning. And Tom Peterson coming up here soon. Looking forward to getting Tom back on the show. Tom's a founder of CatholicsComeHome.org and uh, AmenAlleluia.com, VirtueMedia.org. He's got a lot of stuff going on, uh, but he's also got a new book out called One Moment Can Change a Soul. So we'll have Tom Peterson coming up here. Very soon. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. And sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. How you doing today? Doing just fine this morning. Doing just fine. That's that's great. Yeah. Not a whole lot of sports to report on. I know Jimmy will have updates next week while I'm on vacation, but uh, baseball scores next week for will be a start. That'll be the first time in many, many months. Yes, it, indeed it will. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're starting that next week and not uh, today. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. Two last two days. Slow of, right now, X. Well, the last two days of uh, Cubs exhibition games have just been. We just kind of put those past us. They don't count. They don't count. Remember that. Yeah, they're exhibition games, or yeah. they're summer camp, as they call it. Summer camp. Summer and, camp. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're zero and two in summer camp. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on doesn't mean anything, but. Exactly. Moving on. Looking forward to your interview with uh, Tom Peterson later on this half hour. Yes. I am too. I, one moment can change a soul. It's been a while since Tom's been on the show, so looking forward to catching up with him. I just remember some of his tremendous commercials he's had. He's played them during like the Super Bowl big events where there's a lot of TV audience, uh, a lot of eyeballs on. He's done a great job producing those, and uh, he's had some at Easter, and he's had some during the uh, the Super Bowl, obviously. So looking forward to it. Yeah, they are they produced high quality, and that was really before. I mean, there was a lot of really high quality things like that coming out in the church. I mean, he he has a, an extensive mm-hmm. background in corporate advertising, and left that after his conversion, put together something that was, uh, I think, ahead of its time. I mean, you know, he put so much time and energy and resources. I mean, the money that it took to do that, but they were just good. You know, I mean, the quality yes. was great, and, and people really, um, I think it, it really caught a lot of eyeballs, and people responded well to it. I certainly did, and uh, we need we need more from him and people like him. That's, that, that's just awesome. So looking no forward to your interview with that later on. So I know we want to get through this segment real quick, and... Uh, we will, but uh, in between raindrops, just like yesterday, John, mm-hmm. identical weather, they're saying. That's what it sounds like. All right. Well, let's get right into it from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have uh, overcast skies, 66 degrees. There are some scattered showers in uh, southwest Iowa right now that will move through Des Moines. Not a whole lot of power with them, so we'll get a little bit of rain. South-southeast wind at 9 miles per hour. The humidity up there this morning at 93%. For those of you that are outdoors, outside taking a walk or jogging or biking or maybe even on the golf course, the humidity will will knock you out. Today we'll see mostly cloudy skies, scattered showers and thunderstorms, a high of 81 degrees, so much cooler than we've seen here in the past weekend. Southwest winds throughout the day at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, scattered showers, thunderstorms are also possible, overnight low of 67 degrees, and tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry, high of 86 degrees for your Wednesday. Thursday, a chance of isolated storms back in the forecast, a high of 88 degrees, and by Friday, be warming up dry, uh, partly cloudy, dry, and hot, high of 90 degrees, humidity be up there too uh, by Friday. Well, in the news on this Tuesday morning, well, the hospitals in Iowa's largest metro area will again restrict visitors beginning today. The Polk County Health Department says due to the steep rise in COVID-19 cases, especially in Polk and Dallas counties, the Des Moines metro area hospitals will stop allowing any visitors with just a few exceptions. For example, if a patient is under the age of 18 in maternity care or is suffering from delirium or is imminently dying. The latest visitor ban covers Broadlawn's Polk County Hospital, Mercy One Medical Centers in Des Moines and West Des Moines, and Unity Point Health uh, in Des Moines. Officials say they understand the restrictions may be difficult, but they're in the best interest of hospitalized patients and staff. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and the Dowling baseball and softball teams have concluded their season. Unfortunately, they were knocked out due to the COVID-19 restriction. Dowling baseball team finished with the number one ranking in Class 4A with a 16-2 and record, while the Dowling softball team bowed out with a record of 8-10. and I want to thank Joe Stacy for broadcasting all the Dowling baseball and softball games right here on Iowa Catholic Radio uh, this season. 
Once again, for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 66 degrees, south-southeast wind at 9 miles per hour, humidity up there at 93%. Today we'll see mostly cloudy skies here in central Iowa, scattered showers and thunderstorms possible, a high of 81 degrees, with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free, no delays to pass along, but still lots of construction, so keep an eye out for that today with reduced lanes and even uh, detours as you are out and about. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at vdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's Saint, a doctor of the church, combined a deep scholarship with a remarkable preaching ability and sincere human compassion. I'm okay in that. St. Lawrence of Bredisi today was a gifted linguist and Capuchin friar in Italy. In addition to a thorough knowledge of his native Italian, he had complete reading and speaking ability in... Latin, Hebrew, Greek, German, Bohemian, Spanish, and French. There you go. Can you imagine being fluent in all of those? With his gift of languages, he was able to study the Bible in its original texts. At the request of Pope Clement VIII, he spent his time preaching to the Jews in Italy. His knowledge of Hebrew was so excellent, the rabbis felt sure he was a Jew who had become a Christian. He was elected major superior of the Capuchin Franciscan province of Tuscany at the age of 31. He had the combination of brilliance, human compassion, and administrative skill needed to carry out his duties. In rapid succession, he was promoted by his fellow Capuchins and was elected Minister General of the Capuchins in 1602. Lawrence also used his gift with languages to bring about peace as a papal diplomat. His final days on earth were spent in Lisbon, Portugal, where he was negotiating a peace treaty. We ask today, St. Lawrence of Bredisi, to pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. Been in practice for 30 years. A family man that knows how important wills and estate planning really is. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Gene Wells hosts the Straight Talk. Good morning, Gene. Hey, John, how are you? Just fine this morning. What do we got coming up on your show? Well, we're going to revisit an interview I did with Lois Brookhart in June around racism in America. You know, this was was not a a fluke that, you know, we were just having this, you know, once in a blue moon radical kind of reaction to things. It was, you know, this has continued and and as you know, it is um, elevated, and now we have more violence towards things in the church. So uh, we're going to have this conversation around, is there racism in America, and really what can we do about it? 
All right, that's coming up 10 o'clock today for an entire hour uh, with Lois Burkhart, Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. You can podcast them all out at iowacatholicradio.com, too. Talk to you soon, Gene. God bless. All right, coming up, Tom Peterson. Really looking forward to talking to Tom, founder of CatholicsComeHome.org. You've probably heard of it or at least seen their commercials. He's got a new book out called One Moment Can Change a Soul, Helping Catholics Come Home. We're going to talk about this passion that he's had and catch up a little bit. It'll be good to have Tom back on here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Don't go anywhere, and I mean it, with Tom coming up right after this. John Linetti in the morning. Thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service. No, the commitment to the quality of workmanship and materials and equipment, next to none. 1999 was when they were founded. 20 years in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you for underwriting the show. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. All diocesan staff of the Catholic Pastoral Center will be furloughed July 11th through the 24th as a measure of good stewardship of financial resources during the pandemic. Staff will not be working remotely, receiving or responding to emails, or answering phone calls or voicemails during this time. We thank you for your understanding while we are unavailable and also for your patience when we return to work on July 27th. Churches are still having their masses. We encourage you to check out their website to see mass times and register in advance. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Hi, this is Jean Wells from Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me on Tuesday mornings at 10 for topics that give us angst and bring the concern to the forefront. If you have questions, I'll find the answers. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Always appreciate you being a part of the show here on this Tuesday, July 21st. Let's get to it. 25 years as an award-winning corporate advertising executive, founder of CatholicsComeHome.org. I'm sure you've heard of it, at least have heard of some of the commercials. Tom Peterson back on the show. Hey, Tom. Hey, Brother John. How you doing? Where have you been? You don't call. You don't text. What's going on with you? <laughs> you sound like my mother and father. <laughs> what, um, what, what have you been doing? 
uh, writing books. I've got uh, four new ones out. We're talking about one of them today. Man, I love it. I love it. Uh, one moment can change a soul is what we're talking about today, uh, bringing and helping Catholics come home. Where did you get this passion? Take me all the way back to it. Where did you get this yeah. passion to bringing Catholics back to the church? I went on a retreat 23 years ago that changed my life. Uh, I got it. I now understood what I didn't understand, and I wanted to share that joy and hope with others. Uh, I think people are basically good, John. They're born in the image and likeness of God, but we get these barnacles, we get these problems, we get these wounds attached to us, and we become less than what God has created. So I just want to share the joy and the plan and the virtue and the hope with people that comes through Jesus Christ. Uh, My life is better and different. Uh, now and hopefully for eternity, and I want to share that with others. Were you a Catholic before and then left the church, went on a retreat and came back? Never left. Uh, Never left. Went to Mass, but, you know, did things my way. So many times when we go to college or start working, we kind of get in that mushy middle, that gray area. But uh, the Holy Spirit woke me up, gave me a choice to serve God or not, uh, to downsize and simplify uh, to make the choice of truth or living the lie, and I, I, I couldn't resist his love. So one of the things that I like about you, Tom, uh, I like a lot of things about you, but one of the things, big oh, things I like about you is, you know, you have a corporate advertising, you were a corporate advertising executive, 25 years, I mean, award-winning. And, and so what you did is just took the gifts you already had and plugged them into the church. And I think so many people can do that today. We think we got to get creative and go outside maybe of, of our world, but there are so many different gifts we have that we can just plug right into the church that can do what you've done and become a successful as you've become. Well, let me, let me correct a little bit. It's not anything I did. God gave me those gifts originally, and he gave each one of you yep. a certain charism and a certain gift. So I didn't do anything. I just woke up and saw that God had equipped me with some unique talents that other people weren't doing that could be applied to the body of Christ. And the same goes true with all of your listeners. Uh, uh, a lot of people out there have way more patience than me, can be way more compassionate than I can. I'm wired as a choleric melancholic. I have to fight some of the things like pride, uh, like impatience, like wanting my way, like working with others. But you may have, and the listeners may have, those charisms that are perfect. So in the body of Christ, we each have our unique set of talents and gifts that God has given us from birth, has nurtured along the way, and all he's saying is use those to... uh, promote the body of Christ and build my kingdom and watch the miracles happen. And you did. Did you did you found catholicscomehome.org? Was that the first one? Uh, Catholics Come Home and then Virtue Media Pro-Life were about simultaneous uh, nearly 22 years ago, uh, back in 1998. So I'm not really sure which one started first. They both started at the same time. And are you still putting commercials out there for Catholics Come Home? All the time. Oh, yeah. And during COVID lockdown, we advertised like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were getting women calling in for pregnancy help for like $1.67 per, per call for help. Uh, and when we put the Catholics Come Home ads on, and obviously we had to do one called Home, which was more about life in Christ as about coming to your parish because they were closed. Uh, uh, we got unbelievable amount of web hits, like seven, eight thousand a week. Wow! Uh, and then when we knew the churches were going to reopen, we put on the Coach Lou Holtz ad, inviting people back to mass. And then the numbers went, you know, went really well. As uh, in addition, but you know, God has given us a cadre of different messages of hope to offer. And when we are faithful, and when we advertise and put these evangelicals out there or the pro life ads out there. 
we, we're just blown away with how many people are in need and how many people respond to that. So we just need to do it more often. I got to think of all the stories that you hear. I mean, there's got to be a few that have stuck in your brain. Is there one, I'll put you on the spot here, one or two that you yeah. can remember that are just like, wow, this is, this is, yeah. this is it. Yeah, my, my very dear friend, Michael Mark, lives in Philadelphia, Chinatown. And boy, was he uh, shown prejudice uh, when the Wuhan virus started. And he said, man, everyone was, you know, being mean to me because I'm of Chinese descent. And he said, I had nothing to do with it. I'm American. I've lived in Chinatown all my life. But poor Michael was away from the church for 35 years. His mother died of cancer when he was a young teen. And he, he prayed and prayed for God to heal her. And when God didn't heal her the way he wanted, he left the church and he left God. He ended up becoming so despondent, he got into drugs and alcohol, became a drug addict, started selling drugs to pay for his addiction, got fired from his job at the pharmacy where he was stealing drugs, and one day watching TV, and up came a Catholic's Come Home Evangelical. He began to tear up. It was the Holy Spirit, that little pilot light in him, that convicted him. He went to his parish priest thinking he would be criticized or condemned, and instead, Father gave him nothing but love and heard his confession. Then Michael said, in my little Chinatown parish, I had to see all my neighbors who knew me as the neighborhood drug addict and drug dealer. They were nothing but welcoming, compassionate. Michael, we're glad you're home. And he says, that turned my life around completely, and I'm centered on Christ now. And John, you know what he does for a living? He is a Mother Teresa, where he serves at the Archdiocesan Homeless Hospice in, in the Chinatown area in, in downtown Philadelphia helping the homeless and dying men on the streets. God has really transformed Michael's life, and we got to get a glimpse of that on a guy who responded to a Catholic's come-home invitation. That's awesome, man. I mean, just to know what God is doing through through your organization like this, it's just got to be—it just warms the heart, man. Um, what do you think is the one number one thing Catholics that are away from the Church need to hear today um, to come home? Uh, that God loves them. He's a loving Father. Uh, he sent Jesus not to condemn the world, but to save it and love them. That uh, there's tons of mercy. He has a plan, and when we listen to our Heavenly Father who loves us, uh, things go well, not only now in this life, but for eternity. And there's so many blinders we have on that the devil and his minions put out there, distractions and so forth, that we just don't know what we don't know. But God is a loving God, and he wants to share that love with everybody and get as many souls to heaven for an eternal uh, life of bliss and happiness and joy. Uh, and people need to hear that. They're hearing a different message from the secular world that is unified in bringing down Christianity, as we see on the news every night, uh, this, this revolution going on, decapitating Jesus, decapitating the Blessed Mother, setting him on fire, setting churches on fire. It's demonic. The yeah. war that's going on is purely demonic, and people need to wake up and realize it. And our way to fight it is not with weapons. Our way to fight it is with the weapon of the rosary, with love, with prayer, and to be more compassionate, more fervent Catholics, not less. And I want to say, you know, we look at the numbers of people that are leaving the Church, and most people, I think all of us could probably uh, look in our circle of either friends or family members and count uh, sometimes two hands of people that have, have left the Church. And they're, they're yeah. great people. I mean, they're people that work hard, they've got, you know, families and, and, and everything. 
I think for many today, they've just gotten too busy. I mean, it, it, it's not that they've just kind of, I think the stats or the studies, you, you could correct me on this, is that most Catholics leave not because they've got a lot of beef with the church. It's just because, look, I, I got too busy. Soccer practice started on Sunday and we got out of the routine of mass. And we never came back. That's exactly right. Uh, I think for the most part, uh, people get distracted. Now, there's some who see the hypocrisy and say, hey, uh, there's some people who look more like Judas than like Jesus in the church. But you know what? That's humanity. That has nothing to do with the church Jesus started, right. the sacramental gifts he's given us, and the faithful in the body of Christ. But what we have to do is remind all of them that we're a wounded uh, group and we're sinners in need of a Savior, and that's why we need them as part of our family as well, to do their part. And I think if we compassionately mention the truth at every chance we get, that is what brings souls home. When we point fingers, when we argue, we try to win an argument, that doesn't do any good. It's about loving them gently. Uh, As God has loved us, as Jesus reaches out to us with mercy, the woman at the well, a woman caught in adultery, all the stories of the Bible, the prodigal son, he he is always the uh, loving God, who reaches out to us with mercy, we need to do the same. Easier said than done, but that's the, the key to uh, the new evangelization, well, as John Paul Pierce said. You're kind of leading me into where I want to go with this, because, you know, when it comes to evangelizing, most of us think, well, that's Father's job, or that's the Director of Religious Education's job, or uh, that's Iowa Catholic Radio's job. Uh, how do I evangelize? Are there ways that, or practical ways, maybe even in your books that you're writing, that you can help coach us a little bit, coach us up when it comes to sharing the gospel? Yeah, One Moment Can Change a Soul was written for this very reason, that God loves us, and if we love him and love others enough, we will care enough to change a soul for eternity. The encyclical Christa Fidelli Lieci was put out there, empowerment of the lay faithful, to tell us that we have a role, and we're going to be judged on that role in the Church. When we're baptized, we're baptized priest, prophet, and king, which means we need to share the good news of Jesus. Why is this needed now? because the church is undergoing pruning. We're in a spiritual and cultural war, and we need to be those warriors of love for Jesus. How do we do it? Very easily. Uh, For example, if someone says, how are you? Answer, I'm blessed. How are you? Plant that seed of faith. When someone tells you their problems, instead of saying, oh, okay, I'll I'll remember that when I get home and pray for you, pray with them right then and there on Mm. the spot. I mentioned these things at the Iowa Catholic Conference years ago, and people started doing them, and you can see the transformation in the lives of those you're helping. And uh, there's, there's just simple ways to do that, to show love on the spot. But I'll tell you, more than ever, we need to do this. As Archbishop Fulton Sheen reminded us, we need to fast before we feast. We need to do the right thing before we enjoy ourselves. So it's an unselfish love that we need to share like Christ shares with us. St. Francis said, sanctify yourself and you'll sanctify society. And I think that's where you're, you're going here, is, is what do we need? What does the world need? Saints. And that's what's going to truly evangelize uh, the culture. You, you mentioned your friend um, that lives in Chinatown becoming a, a Mother Teresa you know, to, to his area. I mean, is there any greater evangelical witness to the gospel than that? No, and there's nothing that feels better. John, you and I know we've tried it the other way. All the listeners out there have tried it the other way. And when you finally have your heart set on Christ, and we need to reclaim him every day, we need to get on our knees every day and beg for forgiveness for the stupid human things we've done, but we know there's nothing greater. A business sale, an accomplishment, nothing can compare to the joy that comes when you live Christ's will. And you see that transformation in a soul that you've helped because God chose you to help. So we need to pray every day to lead someone closer to Christ. 
The book talks about this, to see these miracles that happen in front of your eyes when you care enough to love someone back to the church. And you know what? When St. Peter fell three times, and we fall all the time, too, we're sinners, what did Jesus do? He gave him do-overs, and he says, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, I love you. Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Lord, I love you. Tend my lambs. Peter, do you love me? Now Peter's going like, what the heck? You've asked me twice before. And Jesus says again, feed my sheep. So how do we make up for our sins? How do we show Jesus we really love him? By living his will, by feeding his sheep. The book, One Moment Can Change a Soul, tells you how to do it easily. It gives you encouragement. It's not about quoting chapter and verse, although that often helps to use the Word of God. It's about being open to the Holy Spirit to guide you to be compassionate and loving, to show mercy and hope to that soul God puts in front of you. And when you do, the miracles begin. Yeah, and just like your friend, he encountered the Lord, his life was changed, and right in his own community, he said, I'm going to make a difference. And and friends, we can do the same. That's the playbook right there. We encounter the Lord, and right within our own backyard, we become those missionary disciples. Uh, Tom Peterson, the book's One Moment Can Change a Soul, Helping Catholics Come Home, with a foreword by Dr. Scott Hahn. Uh, Go to osvcatholicbookstore.com. I'm sure it's on Amazon, and you can also go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it, they will surely order it for you. Tom, it's all Always a treat, man, talking to you and catching up. Always a treat with you, John. And I'm going to end uh, with one last amazing quote from Philo of Alexandria from 20 to 40 A.D. He says, and I quote, Be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. That's that's one that I've always remembered. Tom Peterson, everyone. God bless you, brother. God bless you and the faithful Catholics of Iowa. I love you. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. Tom was a... Uh, a featured speaker at the Christ Our Life Catholic Regional Conference years ago and just did it, hit it out of the park, did a great job. Thanks so much for tuning in today, friends, here on this Tuesday. Boy, that, that would wake you up. If you didn't have your coffee yet, you may not need it now. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you know me Lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.